0: The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. To God. There's a word God told me to declare over us as we step into the month of May. And if you joined us in the fasting um, and the praying we did in the course of last week from Wednesday... To Friday, you will understand this and it will hit you straight away. God told me to let you know that May is the month for more. Hallelujah. Somebody declare, May is my month for more. Say, I'm going to experience more and more of God. More of His power, more of His goodness, more of His blessings. In the name of Jesus, will you shout out loud again, May is my month for more. Hallelujah. And this is the scripture that we're going to stand on. We're going to use this in praising God today, in celebrating God today. Joel chapter 2, just one passage of scripture. I want us to read it together and we're going to believe God for this. And we're going to use this in our thanksgiving and our rejoicing today. Hallelujah. I see you walking in more. Glory be to God. The Bible says that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly. Above all you can ask or think. There's no limit to how much of God that you can experience. Because it's according to his power that is at work in us. Glory be to God. And that power is limitless. Amen. That power is unstoppable. That power cannot be hindered. Joel chapter 2 from verse 21. Joel chapter 2. It's my month for more. Joel chapter 2 from verse 21. Fear not, O land. Hallelujah. Help me look at a neighbor and tell that neighbor this morning, fear not, fear not, fear not. Don't be afraid. Over Nigeria, we also decree, fear not. Praise God. Um, like Pasolet mentioned, we thank God all the anxiety and all the challenges that um, was possible that could have happened in the election. God averted it. We've done the election. Yeah, there are issues there. There are cases in court. But thank God things are progressing peacefully. We're all aware of what's going on in the news there's just another African country there. Two generals have just disagreed. That's how fickle society and human relationships. Just two people. I said, I hear it for you. You hear it for me. The whole nation is upside down. The whole world is disturbed again. I mean, we're even read, read, reading reports about Nigerians that are stranded there trying to come out and things like that. Somebody said the other day, and we say this a lot in church if you can't think well, you can't thank well. Glory be to God. Do you know if all we did today was to just come and say, Father, we thank you for Nigeria, that two crazy generals did not turn our own country into chaos? How many people understand that that is enough to give God thanks for this morning? Hallelujah. I was listening to somebody, he was talking about a friend. He, he had in, um, in Ukraine. Just one news reporter the other day, and he said just before the, the war broke out in Ukraine, before he called that his friend, and his friend said, I mean, they all thought it could never happen, but he said that friend to him that even if it happens, we are going to stay here, we are going to stay here That we are not going to leave our land, that come what may. Over a year has come and gone now, and the turmoil that has been caused upside down in that country, the world still has not recovered from it. So it's good for you to reflect on what God has really done for you. It's good to reflect on it. And one way you can reflect on this is you can look at what's happening to other people and other nations. Here you are all dressed up on a Sunday morning, looking fresh, looking neat, came to church. Some other people don't have that privilege. Am I talking to somebody this morning? And perhaps you are even the person that maybe last month or two months ago you could not even make it to church. But here you are today. Hallelujah. God has made a way for you to be here in this place. And I have good news for you to keep getting better and better. And God tells you, don't be afraid. Doesn't matter what you have had, it doesn't matter what is going on around, don't be afraid. He says, Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice. I mean, I want you to take this passage and this word as a personal letter from God to you this morning. A personal letter from God to you personally. And of course, like I've been saying, this season we should reflect about our nation as well. This is God's personal commitment to you. It says, be glad and rejoice for the Lord has done marvelous things. Hallelujah. Can somebody declare the Lord has done marvelous things for me? Somebody declare the Lord has done marvelous things for our nation. <laughs> Praise God. Verse 22, do not be afraid, you beasts of the field, for the open pastures are springing up. Hallelujah. And the tree bears its fruit. Glory be to God. The opening pastures are springing up. Somebody shout, May is my month of more." The tree bears its fruit. Say May is my month of more. The fig tree and the vine yield their strength. In other words, you are going to see fruitfulness. Glory be to God. You are going to see multiplication. You are going to see increase. It wasn't there before. Glory be to God. If if you start the um, early chapter of um, Jewel, The problem was that there was scarcity, there was lack, there was barrenness, and the joy of the people had been taken away from them. He said, surely joy has departed from the people. But then the word of the Lord came to them, and that is the same word God is sending to somebody this morning. The open pastures are springing up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah where it was dry, where it was empty, where it was barren, you are now going to see a lot of fruit springing up in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, that's my testimony. Because May is my month for more. The trees are bearing their fruit. Glory be to God. Remember that story of Jesus and the fig tree where it was supposed to be a season of fruitfulness for the tree. The leaves showed that it was supposed to be a a season of fruitfulness. The time of the year is the normal time that the tree is supposed to bear fruit, that fig tree. So Jesus walked up to the tree expecting to see fruit. And perhaps that may be what your experience has been. Ideally at this time there should be this fruit, there should be this manifestation, but it hasn't happened. And when Jesus saw it, he said, no, this isn't how we should be. And Jesus caused the tree. And no man will eat fruit from me. Then he was trying to teach an example to the disciples. What's the point? It's possible for the time for fruitfulness to be there, the season for you to be fruitful, the appointed time for you to manifest certain results, but it's just not happening. And that was what the story was for these people. God now told them, Even in areas where you are supposed to have seen fruit and there has been no fruit. And this is the same thing God is telling somebody today. This season there will be results in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Help me tell anybody, God is speaking to you. Glory be to God. The tree bears its fruit. It's easy to assume it naturally happens. It doesn't naturally happen. It is programmed to naturally happen. But sometimes things can go wrong. The normal democratic process is that people should do elections. They count elections. Everybody accepts elections. A new president is sworn in. Winner is sworn in. And that is the natural order, but sometimes it doesn't happen. Two crazy generals can get up and start bombing everywhere. thank God, that is not our story, and that will not be our story in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I said something while we were praying and believing God for this election that we should, and I don't want us to forget, is even as we are thanking God and we are praying today and we are dancing and celebrating God today for what is ahead. The elections is a means to an end. It's a good thing to do elections and there is peace and people are not fighting and bombing everywhere and scattering and everybody has to be running. And you can naturally take it for granted, just like normally you will expect a tree to bear fruit, but it doesn't always happen. But we should also trust God to the point where what is supposed to be delivered for us as a nation is not just enough it's, it's a great testimony that there's peace in the land, there's no war, people are not being slaughtered on the streets and things like that. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. But we should even go for that. Particularly now that God has done that for us, we are trusting that God will continue to do that for us. But even the benefits of a prosperous society, a blessed society, we should also believe God for it. Hallelujah. And that is our promise. Hallelujah. Somebody said that is my promise. The tree will bear its fruit. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. The fig tree and the vine yield their strength. There will be fruitfulness. There will be prosperity. There will be more. Glory be to God. Amen. Verse 23. And this is where the theme for today comes from. Be glad then. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, you children of Zion. Be glad then. Or because, now watch this, please, this is very important, particularly for us believers at a time like this. This is a prophecy, or this is a promise coming on the back of barrenness, of lack, of drought, or famine. God was now telling them all the negative things that have happened up until now. The dryness that has happened up until now. The calamity and destruction. The waste that has happened up to now. It's about to change. Hallelujah. And because of this promise that I'm giving you. And this prophecy that I'm speaking over you. I want you to be glad. Hallelujah. I want you to be glad. Be glad then, you children of Zion. And rejoice in the Lord your God. Hallelujah. Somebody shout with me this morning, I will rejoice in the Lord my God. We talk about Habakkuk a lot when we preach along these lines. He understood what Joel's prophecy was all about. Though the victory may not blow some, the fruit of the olives may fail. The, 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 um, the, the vine may not yield its fruits. The calves may not, there may be no calves in the store. Yet, I'm going to rejoice in God. I will rejoice in the Lord my God. Because he's the one that can turn everything around for me. Hallelujah. Be glad. Can you tap anybody to your left and to your right? be glad. Be glad. Oh, somebody's not joining us yet. Tap that neighbor and say, rejoice, 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 rejoice. By now, you should know this already, boy. Season for more. And you should stand on this promise. It's an eternal promise. Joel was hundreds of years before Acts chapter 2. Possibly even Thousands. But Peter told them, Oh, these people are not drunk in wine. They are sin. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. That God will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. It's in the same prophecy. Another part of it. Hallelujah. Look at what God has in store for you this season, my brother, my sister. And God told me to tell you, Receive this as a personal letter for you as we come into the month of May. Verse 24. The threshing floors shall be full of wheat. The vat shall overflow with new wine. I prophesy over you again your cup will run over this season. Hallelujah. Your threshing floors will be full of wheat. Your vat shall overflow with new wine. Verse 25 I will restore to you the years. I will restore to you the years. I will restore to you the years. Because this is your time for more. The years that the swarming locusts has eaten, The crawling locusts. The consuming locusts. The chewing locusts. My great army which I sent among you. In other words, listen, when you are going through what we should always understand is about God. When you are going through difficult times and it looks as if the devil is messing up your life or holding you back, it's not like God doesn't know. Not that that is the will of God or the plan of God, but God uses it. God knew when Joseph's brother sold him into slavery, when the idea came into their mind, in fact, the original idea was to kill their brother, if you remember the story. Praise God. And God intervened. No. He's not supposed to die. If he dies, you will die. He's supposed to deliver all of you from famine that is to come. I know you think you are being evil, but I'm going to use your evil plan to bring about my own divine plan. So God tweaked the the demonic thought to kill their brother. Sell him to slavery. God knew. While he was slaving his life away in Potiphar's house, God knew. When Potiphar's wife lied and framed him, God knew. In fact, the Bible told us God was with him. When he was thrown into prison and forgotten in prison, God knew. But when his season for more came, hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. God used all those stories, added it together, and God restored to him the years. Hallelujah. God will restore to you the years. I said God will restore to you the years. Amen. All your losses, God will turn it around for profit for you in the name of Jesus. All the things that have made you cry and sorrow and weep, God will give you a testimony of dancing and rejoicing in the name of Jesus. Amen. He will turn your mourning to dancing. Amen. That's what it means when he says God will restore the years. That the caterpillar, the palmer, won, the consuming locust, my great army, which I sent among you. I I was there when, I knew when the devil was doing it. Hallelujah. That's why we tell people, listen to me, child of God, you can always depend on God and believe God for restoration with compensation. Because God knows how to measure the cost and the loss. It's not that God is ignorant. So you lost 2 billion. Then when God wanted to restore you, all you got back was 200 million. No. No. When, when you've like, you measure know, you, things, you should tell yourself, God is not done with me yet. Hallelujah. Can you tap this this and tell them, God is not done with you yet? It's your time for more. Quickly, let me finish. I want to get to verse 27. Uh, I'm sure you know. Hallelujah. Look at verse 26. This is somebody's word. This is somebody's word. I, I shared something about Abraham with you a few weeks ago. And this is what I, what I will encourage you to do. God spoke to Abraham, told him in Genesis 12 how God will make him great and all that. And then, different times, God appeared to him and told him, told him that, like, if you can number the stars in the sky, so shall your seed be. If you can count the, the sand on the seashore, so can, can your seed be. And we talked about how you can walk in prosperity by faith like Abraham. And Romans chapter 4 showed us Abraham will meditate. That's how the Lord showed me. On just, Abraham wasn't reading the whole, meditating every time about the whole Genesis 12. He, I'm sure he read that from time to time. But what was going on in his mind was, so shall my seed be. So shall my seed be. I have made you a father of many nations. He had two quotes in that Romans chapter 4. And God told me to tell somebody this morning, take this, verse 26 particularly, make it your own. This first part, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. Listen, this is what God told me to tell somebody this morning. Like Abraham took, so shall your seed be. You see that in Romans chapter 4, italicized and in quotes. And like Abraham took, I have made you a father of many nations. Somebody should take, I shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. I shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. When they wake you up 3 a.m. in the morning, what is coming out of your mouth is what? You are taking your bath the next morning, get ready to go to work. What are you meditating on? Take these promises that God wrote for more because it's your time for more. Hallelujah. And hold on to the word. Glory be to God. With joy. Praise God. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God. Who has dealt wondrously with you. Hallelujah. Can somebody declare God has dealt wondrously with me. Yeah. I I believe was it last week or the week before we were even praying from this chapter. That phrase jumped out. Able to hold on to that. God has dealt wondrously with me. God has dealt wondrously with me. Hallelujah. And he said, my people shall never be put to shame. Verse 27, then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God and there is no other. And my people shall never be put to shame. You will not be ashamed. For your shame, you will have glory. For your losses, you will have double compensation. Hallelujah. Glory, glory be to God. Lift those hands right where you are seated for a minute before we go into Thanksgiving and just thank God for the promises and the prophecy over your life. And repeat those words to him again. May is my month of more. Thank you, Father. Take a minute to thank him. I'm going to give you just one more minute. Right where you are seated. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Oh, Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. There will be overflow. Our cups shall run over in this month. By your mercy, by your favor. By your great hand, oh, we give you praise. Give you praise. Come on, somebody, thank the Lord right where you are seated. Before I invite you to jump on your feet, just take a moment. Let the words of this prophecy and this letter, this love letter that God has sent to somebody today, take them as your own words. Take them. You will eat in plenty and be satisfied. The Lord has dealt has dealt wondrously with you claim those words for yourself Joel chapter 2 I believe we're still reading from verse 20 to verse 27 that's your word, that's your prophecy for this season of more Joel, 20. I mean, Joel chapter 2 verse 21 fear not, fear not oh this is your time of more kata yala Lord thank you Lord Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Someone that is ready to give God thanks this morning, give him one loud shout of praise. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsworth Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsworth Auditorium, Ital Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun. Lagos. Email KMI at Kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 0640.